Wellness is more than just health. It is living fully. Wellness is fueling your body, engaging your mind, and nurturing your spirit. How we think about wellness is affected by our culture and our life experiences. Hi everyone, my name is Anne Omojo-Iela. Welcome to the Relevant Health and Wellness Podcast, a space where we discuss all things health and wellness, mind, body, and soul. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Relevant Health and Wellness Podcast. Today, we're coming at you on a Tuesday. We're trying something different. So, I hope you guys are okay. We're in the middle of April 2021. Where are you going to? So, today's topic is on Black women and fibroids. And fibroids is not something that is a out-of-norm topic. But I wanted to highlight the fact that it affects Black women differently. And not, not every black woman, should I say, first of all. Because according to research, more than between 70 to 80% of women in general will get fibroids before the age of 50. But it seems like fibroids affect black women more than other races. And this is why I wanted to highlight this topic And also, I'm going to share my experience with this at the end of the episode. So please, stay tuned. (laughs) So, uterine fibroids, which uterine fibroids is different from, like in trying to differentiate it where we have uterine fibroids, which is within the uterus. And then you have fibroids that are outside of the uterus. So I just wanted to highlight this before sort of giving the definition for it. And uterine fibroids, or what which is also called uterine myomas, are benign non-cancerous tumors that grow in the uterine wall. And uterine fibroids can also grow alone or in clusters. And when I mean clusters, it's like so you have like little, little sort of Um, benign tumors that kind of form together they can be as large as like a a soft ball or so small that you could barely detect it with the human eye so the fact that it affects black women a bit more or that the fact that black women tend to have more severe topics i think that's the better phrase for it is something that there needs to be a lot more research on and women's reproductive health in general is a topic i'm really passionate about because i just it breaks my heart that there isn't enough research in terms of like all these topics and hence why we're here hence why we're doing this to highlight the topics that affect us but obviously bringing it home, why I talk a lot about topics that affect us in the black community, because even more, those topics are not even talked about at all. So that's why I'm doing this today. So why does it seem like black women have more severe symptoms? As I speak to you right now, I've looked at some research and I couldn't sit down and say oh this is why exactly this is happening 
the honest truth is i don't know it could be something to do with our genetics something to do with our makeup but i couldn't tell you for a fact that this is why this is happening and from the research i've done an african woman will probably more likely develop fibroids at a younger age more likely develop symptoms such as like heavy menstrual bleeding pelvic pain anemia so it's it's not it's not pleasant to be honest but i think it's good that we know these things because to me preventative health is better than sort of like putting a band-aid over something that has already gone very far down the line so it's better you know it's better you know what to do so as i was just talking about black women and how it affects us more likely at a younger age and more likely with more symptoms and some other symptoms that could come as well is you have like you know frequent need to to use the loo to urinate difficulty emptying the bladder some people even constipation some people back aches and then for some people they talk about very unique back pain and i also wanted to just highlight some of the misconceptions some myths that people have about fibroids and i guess the number one is that fibroids are cancerous and like i said before fibroids are benign so benign means that it's not cancer causing that the tumors are not sort of like um becoming more aggressive is when they say it is benign and it being that way meaning that you have options is not going to likely cause you a problem just because you have fibroids another myth that people have is that you know a hysterectomy is the only way to treat fibroids that is not the case and the hysterectomy is when they have to take totally take out the uterus and to me this is sort of like the last option there is nothing else it is causing you really like when i mean really bad disruption to your life maybe you've already had kids you've decided that you know what this is already becoming such a burden to me i don't mind taking my uterus out but i think a lot of people feel like once they find out that they have fibers that is like a life sentence that is not the case and it brings me to the next myth that people have which is uterine fibers always cause infertility no 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 sure uterine fibers can make pregnancy more complicated but it is not impossible like if you if you want children and you have fibers it's about knowing your options it's about being proactive with your health and it doesn't have to be that way another myth that people have is that you know fibers can only impact women in their 30s and 40s and like i said before because in the black community it seems like it affects us even much more earlier sometimes in your in your teens sometimes in your 20s so it's good that we are aware of these things much more earlier before you get to the point where it feels like you have no options and then sort of like the final one i'll talk about is that you know fibers always cause painful symptoms that's not the case yes for a lot of women it is 
and i think the one that i've seen a lot is the heavy menstrual bleeding to the point that you might have to take certain things to sort of you know either help with the pain or help with the flow some women even have to go on the pill just to manage their their menstrual cycles because of it so these are why we need to talk about these things to sort of dispel the misconceptions people have about fibroids about uterine fibroids so i hope this is helpful in a way and lastly what i wanted to just talk about is the treatment options that are out there and the first one i want to talk about is myomectomy which is basically where they go and they take out the fibroids and then the next one is myolysis which is where they have like a minimal invasive procedure to destroy the fibers at the point where they use like an electric current or they freeze it. And then like I highlighted before, hysterectomy, which is when they just totally take out the uterus. And for some people, this might be the only option. But again, I'm highlighting the fact that for some people, I don't want it to be where you hear all these things and you get scared or you're like, oh my gosh, what is this? It's always good to know your options. And I think this is where you get empowered, where you know, okay, these are my options. These are what I need to do. And something that I haven't highlighted here is the fact that one of the key things when it comes to fibroids that I've read, again, they don't know how entirely it works, is that estrogen which is a hormone is a big factor in this and that when you have like an overproduction of estrogen it tends to make the fibroids grow more so they talk about maybe reducing estrogen rich foods like soy based products tofu um, soy again it's not as though you should entirely cut it out because you know tofu is a really great food but it's reducing it, knowing knowing what you're dealing with, putting in like great, um, rich plant-based meals, maybe um, kale, like your greens. There are other options out there, having your fruits and vegetables. This is not rocket science, but sometimes we need reminding, right? So just wanted to highlight that fact. Again, I'm putting my disclaimer here all of these things i share is based on my research my experience with people please go do your research which is sort of like one of my ethos with this podcast is it's to empower you so that you go do your research you go find out for yourself because that is how you take control of your health so i hope this was helpful i hope somebody gets something out of this and finally, to share my experience, when I was eight, <laughs> when I found out I was pregnant, so excited. And then at my eight-week scan, um, the person doing the ultrasound was like, "Oh yeah, I can see a fibroid, and it's looking quite big." And to be honest, I'm saying it in a very nice way. The guy was so rude. I was like, seriously, doctors need a whole like when I mean continuous training on bedside manners because. Ah, gosh. And when I heard that, I just had, if I remember feeling so scared because I was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? But 
took the scan went back to my doctor and then my doctor was like you know what yes this is the reality but we can we can manage it we can see what's happening because my fear from what i already knew is that the fibroid will continue to grow as the baby grows but the doctor sort of made me understand that that might not be the case and i'm so grateful that that was not the case for me the the fibroid grew a little bit but it did not grow to the point where it affected the health of my baby and i am so grateful for that but that's not the case for a lot of women another thing was at first when i heard it you know the first thing you think is oh my gosh you know it's it's in the uterus but quickly i found out that that was not the case for me mine was outside of the uterus which i guess it's a it's sort of like the norm but if you have it where it's within the uterus within the uterus sorry that's when it's most likely to be disruptive especially when it is growing so just wanted to highlight that and guys i won't even lie to you it worried me and sometimes i still think about it in terms of my next pregnancy of what would be the case it's something that because i know now okay i know what i'm dealing with going into it and knowing that okay this is what i need to do this is these are my options but i had no clue until i got pregnant and i think the reason i share my story is it's great for you to once you are of that age of taking care of your your um, reproductive health get all your checks get your pap smear get get like get everything done do the ultrasounds know what is happening with your body so that you don't get to the point where you feel like you have no options and i will tell that to anyone please as soon as possible get all your options not that you become pregnant or you've been trying to get pregnant and then you now do the ultrasound and find out that oh there is something going on whether it is fibroids whether it is PCOS, which is another topic for another day it's good that once you are of that age you start getting your checks and i believe that they say i don't know if it's from 18 and older that women and also and another thing plays into um the equation i think i don't know if it's i'll have to check on this if it is 18 and older or once you become um sexually active that you need to start getting these checks done making sure that you know what is happening and if you are of that age where you're thinking of okay i'm i'm going to be trying for a baby soon or something like that get everything checked be sure of what you are doing so that you know what where you're heading so anyways i i know that it's a bit of a long one but this is something that we should just keep talking about talking about like these topics that affect us i hope this is helpful i hope someone has gotten something out of this if you're still listening thank you so much thank you for being part of the relevant health and wellness family please share to your loved ones to someone who could benefit from this and again when i talk on these topics whether it is for women for men i think we are in, in we're in this world together anyone can benefit from it because you have someone in your life that could benefit from this so please share it to everyone in your life <laughs> so thank you again 
for listening have a great week guys and i will speak to you later bye